Alrighty, everybody, welcome back to the Corona League podcast. We are so excited to be back after our week long break. We were having some technical difficulties along with uh, some COVID scares. Unfortunately, tonight, Stan and Mal are both going to be out, and uh, it's just going to be up to me and Gavin to bring you guys some great content. Uh, I think we're both super excited. I am. I'm ready to get this thing going. All right, let's get this thing going, man. Uh, So, how did you want to start this off? Man, uh, look, let's start it off since uh, Stan and Malik aren't here to hate on us. Um, I want to... Oh, before we... Actually, before we get into everything... uh, I'm so excited to announce on behalf of the Corona League podcast that we have now made our way onto Apple Pods. Let's go. This is so big for us, and we are so excited. Um, we actually already had some international listens, and that Germany, honestly made honestly, my day. That's weird. <laughs> out, of, out of all the countries, it's Germany. Yeah, that was actually a little bit shocking. But uh, go ahead, get back into what you were saying. So since Stan and Malik aren't here, this is a debate that we have all the time. And I sympathize for Duncan because this happened with my quarterback and it still kind of does Lamar Jackson. But the topic we want to talk about is Jalen Hurts. Now, Talk to him, talk to him. <laughs> so the thing that's crazy, <laughs> and I, it makes no sense to me, my man, and we're not counting this past week preseason game, in his whole career in the NFL Four games. He's played four games, but he gets this hate onto like he's not a good quarterback. He sucks. And he yeah, can't this this honestly really makes me mad because now hear me out. I think Jalen Hurts is going to be really good, but I'm not saying he's going to have an MVP year. Yeah. I'm not even going to say he's going to have a top ten year. That makes because that's just too lofty. He's a second round guy trying to just find his way in the league. He's just going to do his job this season. He's going to do what he has to do exactly. And stand him out for some reason. Just believe. He's terrible. But you and can't even... You you can't even say whether he's good or terrible yet. It's not fair. Yeah, it's not like we're saying, like, oh, he's the best quarterback in the league or even in the division. But it's just, like, automatically... I mean, Jalen that's Hurts obviously Dak, but... Oh, for sure. But, in the, like, the thing is, like, people want to bring up... Uh, and just not Stan and Malik, other people. They want to bring up, like, his turnover problems he had or that his, past season. But, like... Even his completion percentage, which is a bit skewed. If you look at it, yeah. so many drops... So many throws out of bounds, and it's kind of what he had to do because just think about it. The Eagles were terrible last year. Was That's a, a four-win team. Four-win team, okay? And they had no receivers getting open. Uh, I believe this is when Zach Ertz was just getting back from his injury, but even Zach Ertz last year was honestly a pretty bad tight end. Yeah. Um, And Miles Sanders wasn't getting any carries, so Doug Peterson wasn't helping him out. The kid was throwing 40 times a game as a rookie at the end of the year against Green Bay, what New Orleans, be at all. two top 10 defenses. And he was thrown into a bad situation. Exactly. And my biggest thing is they love to defend Sam Darnold so Trash. much. He Sam sees Darnold, ghost. He Sam sees Darnold ghost. is... He hasn't had a chance to show who he is. He's been on a poverty franchise in New York, blah, blah, blah. I'm not hearing it. He had better receivers. That is a top what top three pick. And he can't turn a franchise around at all. Not even in the slightest. The Jets were just as bad when he left like as you, when he got there. You were picked in that position to turn that franchise around and you couldn't do exactly. it. Exactly. It, it doesn't matter really who you have on the team. And like look, he had Le'Veon Bell. Like he had Le'Veon Bell, Robbie Anderson, and, uh, but he had weapons. He, yeah, he, in general, Jamison he just, Crowder. Oh, and Jamison Crowder. Jamison Crowder is so slept on. 
So I'm not hearing that that BS about Sam Darnold needs more time. Sam Darnold needs this. No, Sam Darnold needs to be a better quarterback. Exactly. And, and that's all it is. So don't judge Jalen Hurts on four starts thrown into a crappy situation with Carson Wentz, Doug Peterson, Howie Roseman. That was a terrible situation, and it's not fair to judge the kid off of those four games. Absolutely and honestly, not. the offense went from being the 28th rank offense to the 15th rank offense in uh, those four weeks. Which not is like great. overall, but I'm saying in the four week span he played, that was the 15th rank offense. That is a thousand times better. Yeah, and he was doing better than what Carson Wentz was doing in a short period of time. With minus, the same weapons. Minus the turnovers. Carson Wentz, but Carson Wentz had double the turnovers. That's what I'm... Jim, yeah, I mean... And the one against the Cowboys was a fluke turnover. If you watch the replay, his knees were obviously down. Yeah, and, and another thing is the Eagles were purposely losing games to get the higher pick. Or should I say the lower pick? Exactly. He got benched when we were when we tied the game up. How fair is that? Yeah. I don't see Sam Darnold getting benched. No, Sam Darnold says, I see Ghost when he's mic'd up. That's embarrassing. And I'm going to jump into a Sam Darnold discussion later as we get into a few of these topics. Uh, speaking of that, uh, I think we're going to move into covering the the week one and Hall of Fame game from uh, preseason. Duncan, you got the floor. <laughs> well, I mean, the Hall of Fame game was pretty boring, honestly. Two Fair. things that I saw, uh, Najee Harris legit oh for sure he is legit and micah parsons wow he's gonna be he is gonna be a stud yeah and he's gonna be a key part of that defense for sure he is he's he's already calling plays i've been watching the hard knocks series he's already calling plays as a rookie middle linebacker just think about that yeah i mean it's insane and like look he didn't even get that much playing time but in the time that he got because look he being a rookie and you're getting reps with the starting team and not playing the second half in a preseason like that's pretty big that just goes to show like a in practice you're showing that your value is great and two like you're just the overall great player if you're not playing second half yeah also um players like that they they have like a magnet to the ball and it just finds their way to their hands and even though it was a, a muffed handoff or whatever it doesn't matter you still made the fell play. right into his hands he players like that always have a have a nose for the ball and it finds their way um can we just say that haskins was the best quarterback that stepped foot on that field oh yeah i, I think haskins actually played i think that you know what you get in mason rudolph you've had him for four years now that's all right dwayne haskins honestly has more upside he was drafted in the first round and for he has more a reason he got more to prove as well exactly and so i say move on from mason rudolph you already know what he is. I mean, Dwayne Haskins is might give you a better chance to win as a backup. The only thing exciting for the Cowboys at quarterback was uh, what's his last name? Ben Denucci. Yeah, Ben Denucci. <laughs> but uh, also, who was the starter? What's his last name? Gilbert. Gilbert. His mustache. That mustache was legendary. <laughs> I couldn't rock it though. So and uh, so this this next little little uh, topic I'm gonna bring up is. Quez Watkins' arrival. Yes. He's here. That was the – who did – you guys played uh, – We you played the Steelers. Steelers. Yeah. yeah, we played the Steelers. That was part of week now, one. Now, let me just say, that starting squad for the Eagles did not look too bad. And the defense was a little shaky, but, I mean, they held their part regardless. I'm like, just going to say I don't think we're as bad as people are thinking. But it's – see, and that's the thing. Like, I know – look, 
Duncan, honestly, is one of the most reasonable Eagles fans I know out there because usually it's like the Eagles win a game and it's like, oh, we're going to the Super Bowl. We're going to win it all. Like, I hate those Eagles he's fans. He's not like that. Like, And he'll, he has no hesitation to say someone's bad. His favorite player was Darius – or not Darius Slay, uh, the Goblin. Jalen Goblin, Mills. Jalen Mills. Yeah, I he love Jalen Mills. Jalen Mills. But, like, the second he messed up, he's like, yo, he's really garbage. Like, he'll call – Well, because I know – He's real. He's I real know. about his squad. That Jalen Mills wasn't built for the outside like he was playing, and so it made me upset knowing that he was going to make mistakes and he was out of position. But Quez Watkins, man. Great play. He turned the burners on. And let's not discredit the blocks and everything because those were fantastic. But Quez Watkins, man, his camp has been amazing, and I picked him as my uh, breakout player for a reason. He And he's consistently showing why. He's worked his way. As up to the number three receiver. He started camp at number five. Yeah. He's the number three. And the only reason he's not the number two is because Jalen Rager is a first-round pick from last year. Yeah, last thing for that game I want to point out is Anthony McFarland. He is proving that he can be the uh, backup to Najee Harris with Benny Snell, who I'm pretty sure is injured. I really I couldn't, I, I'm not really knowledgeable about the whole Benny Snell situation, but I haven't seen his name at all. He hasn't been in any preseason games. So, honestly, I think he's hurt. Um, but without Benny Snell getting any reps and proving what he can do, it looks like Anthony McFarlane with a solid two games, honestly, is going to be number two behind uh, Najee Harris. Um, next game I want to talk about is the Washington-New England. Uh, Fitz looked good. Henneke just looked more comfortable. He just looked like the more comfortable guy out there. Um, that's he made good. some plays. I mean, he made yeah, some plays. But he kind of looked like the same guy. The he looked like the same guy that played in that playoff game against uh, Tom Brady and the Bucks. But I don't know. I still think Fitz is going to come out with the win there. But uh, moving over to the Patriots side, Mac Jones looked very Oh, yeah. I was, that's actually where I was going to go to next. I was going to say, let's just talk about all the rookie quarterbacks. Yeah. They honestly, I am pleasantly surprised by what, by what the rookie quarterbacks brought this week. Trey Lance. Great. Shocked me. He uh, didn't shock me. I thought he w- I thought he was a good player, but I didn't know if he was NFL ready. And I think that he's got plenty of arm, obviously. Oh, for sure. Um, and he that that kid's gonna be a baller for sure. Justin he's, Fields. Justin Fields, man, is what he taking? Is he taking Andy Dalton's job? Is he the true QB one? He. Everyone knows he's the true QB one. I mean, one. opposite of wearing the number one jersey, yeah. is he the the so look, Matt Real Nagy, true QB one. Matt, Matt Nagy, uh, Delaware uh, native, uh, played at UD. Um, yes, sir. He already called and said that. Uh, well, he just said that uh, Andy Dalton's going to be the starter, but I mean that doesn't mean anything because he can start week one. Yeah, that doesn't that's, mean that, that sounds good for now. That doesn't mean <laughs> Justin Fields isn't going to come in game one and be the starter for the rest of the season. I think to start the season, week one, for, unless there's injury. Or Justin Fields proves something else in general. I think Andy Dolan's going to be the guy. Just yeah, start. I think so too. I definitely agree with that. Um, that's just because, like we said in the earlier pods, that this is going to save Matt Nagy and I think their GM's name is Ryan Pace. I want to say. Uh, uh, I believe it's Ryan Pace. I, it's going to save their jobs because they can turn to Justin Fields when the team isn't looking so hot. Absolutely. And uh, that's. Like I said, that's going to save their jobs. And what about Mac Jones? I mean, not just in the uh, the uh, Redskins, oh, Washington football team, my fault, my fault, Washington football team game, 
this week in the joint practices with the Eagles, apparently he's even played better than Cam. And Bill's been giving him a lot of run with the number one receivers and tight ends. You need to do that for development purposes, though. Is it for development purposes, or is it because Mac Jones is showing that he's actually the better quarterback? Because I'm hearing a lot of bad things it, about Cam. It could be a little bit of both. Now, I know Cam with his injuries and him just getting old in general, that is slowing him down. And, I mean, you you always root for the younger guy kind of to come in and just turn things around. Um I, honestly, I, I don't know. Me, personally, I love Cam Newton, so I'm hoping Cam Newton comes out on top. But Mac Jones looks, for real, like he just looks poised in the pocket. He kind of stares down who he's going to throw to in a, in Yeah, a good I way. said that, too, and Stan uh, disagreed a little yeah. bit. But he, but he looked but good. It was more I, – I didn't mean it in a negative way. It's it's He looked like he knew where his reads were yeah. and where he was supposed to throw the ball, and that's what you kind of want out of a – first preseason action from your rookie quarterback. You want to make sure he knows the reads and knows the offense. Um, Trevor Lawrence, you know, sunshine himself. (laughs) I mean, he he looked good. He didn't make any mistakes. Uh, Very Trevor Lawrence. Again, it's it's preseason. Preseason week one. It's either you learn a lot or you don't really learn a lot. It's just little. Yeah. And then the last guy I'm going to bring up, he's not a rookie, but this is his first time ever getting any game action, and that's uh, Jordan Love. Jordan Love actually looked way more accurate than I was expecting because that was his biggest issue coming out yeah. of college was his accuracy. And all you heard from him being like with Green Bay last season was he didn't look good in practice. He had accuracy issues. Yeah, that's that's what I'm he, saying. I mean, what? He and didn't he came even suit out up. darts. Yeah. yeah, he looked good. I Look. It going forward, not knowing with the whole uh, Rodgers situation next season, I mean, I wouldn't be too upset with that. Now, do I think they should have picked Love last year? No. no. But, look, <laughs> listen, you... <laughs> with this whole thing with Aaron Rodgers going on, him not wanting to yeah, be there, Aaron maybe Rogers they knew something. never not wanted to be there if they, yeah. you know what I'm saying? But he, he might end up being a very underrated pick for them, even though he got picked at, for the total wrong team at the time. Um, well... Another thing I want to bring up for the uh, Denver Minnesota game. Oh, oh I did. that was God. honestly that was such an entertaining yeah. uh, preseason game, wasn't Ooh, it? For the first half, no, in total, actually, it was a pretty good preseason yeah, game. That was probably my favorite <laughs> one that I watched uh, this uh, this uh, weekend. But um, Drew Locke, man, with the starters, he went five for seven, 151 yards, one passing TD. And I think he had a rush too. No, he had oh, two. Both, yeah, you were no, two you're right. passing TDs, both, both to KJ passing. Hamler. Yes, KJ Hamler too. A he dog, good. <laughs> He's a dog. Uh, but no, but and, the but Teddy was deceivingly good too. And a lot of people were like, "Oh, Locke had the better performance because he had the less passes, the higher yards. His his plays but were more." Teddy flashy. was seven for eight, seventy four yards, and one touchdown. Yeah, that's efficient as hell. With the twos and the threes. That's what I'm saying. And, yes, that means he was also playing against twos and threes defense, and Doesn't he's matter. a vet guy. He's seen a lot of different defenses. But I still liked what I saw from Teddy B, and this is actually shaping up to be the best quarterback competition, I think, around the league this offseason. Oh, it's very entertaining because, because it can go either way, you honestly. You have two guys that are – Teddy B is not over – he's not super good. 
Yeah, but he's not bad either. He's you he's know what you're just, gonna get out of him. Exactly. He's the sturdy vet that you know he's gonna make a little. He's gonna make a couple boneheaded plays, but not too often. And Drew Locks the the kid who's who, gonna make more boneheaded plays, but he's also gonna make more exciting plays. And he also has the higher potential because I mean, let's be honest. Drew Locks gonna by that time his career is over. Drew Lock, if he wins this competition and does good in his career, will be the better uh, quarterback. And Teddy Bridgewater, but let's talk about that uh, Patrick Sertain pick six. That, he read that. That ball boy perfectly. is nice. Yes, and <laughs> I'll talk about Patrick Sertain a little bit later in the uh, episode. But just know he is as advertised. Yeah. That is Alabama Alabama talent right there. That guy is nice. He he's got the NFL genes. Everybody knows sure. about his dad and everything. And that kid is going to be nice. He is going to be good. The only thing that I don't understand with Denver is, yes, he's a great player, but why did you take him? You guys just signed they have one of the Kyle Fuller, if not Ronald the, Darby, the Bryce Callahan, and now you got uh, Patrick Sertan. That's got to be one of, if not the best trade value. corner. Trade value That's got to be one guys. of the best corner rooms or in the NFL. Be, you know you're not going to re-sign someone in the next few years. I mean, there's a lot of reasons for signing. I mean, I mean. I don't know. Do you, is Ronald Darby your number one backup? But he got paid good money, and Kyle Fuller got paid even better. Ah, Bryce Callahan look, is strictly a slot corner. Second, so who are you benching? Are you benching? Uh, no one. You there, you know how many times you don't play you, four corners? You play if anything, oh, you play three because uh, of nickel. I don't know. Look, hey, I mean that's more of a sleeve. dime package though. I think Denver is going to have a very, 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 very good defense and having that many their people defense, in your secondary. Yeah, especially their, <sighs> Justin Simmons. Look, okay, I'm going to bring this up real quick. If you're talking about all these people in secondaries, look at the Ravens. Look at their secondary and all the people they have. They, they, they have an extremely yeah, have deep a, secondary. Yes, like absolutely. They, Sean Wade. Do they really need Sean Wade? Heck no. But they Sean, didn't need Sean Wade... Wade. Sean Wade kind of flopped, and that's why he, but he, he was able he to But he went from the inside went. to the outside. He's not an outside corner. He plays on the – he's a slot, and he's going to be backing up um, Tavon Young, who is a very underrated slot corner. Um, but that's if he can stay healthy. Yeah. So uh, the next thing we're going to do is we're going to talk about our team's preseason games real quick. Just give a brief rundown. Say who you thought stuck out in a good way and a bad way. I want to know – what you thought of the Ravens picks, a couple of them. You don't have to go too in-depth. But uh, I'm going to start off with the Eagles, and we already spoke about Jalen Hurts. Um, he looked better than his stats did. Yep. He had There was two drops, and the one oh, that everybody keeps calling an overthrow, if you watch the film, Quez Watkins gets yanked at the top of the route. That's a hold. They should have called it. They didn't. Yeah. Um. Jordan Howard is fighting for his roster spot, and he's doing it good. He laid out Robert Spillane on a block, and that's one thing Jordan Howard offers that none of the Eagles' other backs uh, offer. And um, Kenneth Gainwell, Kenny G, he looked good. He looked good. I I like the kid. Carry on um, Johnson just got released, so I mean, that yeah, I a... didn't even expect him to make the team. If I'm being honest, everybody was so high on him, yeah. but he, I knew his knee problems, and yeah. that's what happened again. His knee got him; he got injured, and uh, unfortunately, he's off the squad now. Um, yeah. The defense surprisingly looked really good. I, I the tackling was a little weak, but it's preseason week one. Um, other than that, 
I I loved everything I saw. Jake Elliott made some kicks. He made more 47-yard-plus kicks in that preseason game than he did all last year. He was really inconsistent. Um, But go ahead and tell me about the Ravens game. I'm just going to say, Baltimore's defense had six turnovers. Six turnovers, three picks, and three fumbles. Did you know that? I did not. I really didn't. Uh, Geno Stone, who is some, I think he was a seventh rounder last year. If not, he was undrafted. I honestly can't remember. I just know he was out of Iowa State. Um, no, he was definitely a seventh rounder last year. He got cut last year, and he's back on the squad this year. Um, he had two picks. It looked great. Um, another guy, Darius Washington, he was a undrafted free agent this year who should have went in the like third round. He was out of TCU um, across from... Trevor Morneg, is that how you pronounce his last name? Trayvon. Trayvon. Yeah, but Morg, whatever. Yeah. Something like that. He was supposed to be like a third round latest, and no one picked him. Um, he's a little undersized, but he had a forced fumble. Um, I, actually, yeah, I saw him supposed to go third, fourth round. Yeah. Um, Odafe Owa looked great. Or my bad, it's Odafe. His name is Odafe out of Penn State. Okay. He had a solid uh, Was tackle. he a defensive end? Yeah. Yeah, I thought so. And then uh, an- another underrated DN that we got, he's out of Notre Dame, Dalen Hayes. It wasn't considered a sack, but he did a nice little ghost sweep under got- underneath the um, tackle's arm and went straight at Jameis Winston. Jameis was able to get the ball out, but, I mean, great play. And I'm pretty James- – that was he was playing with the starters, so that's good. Um Really, it was just the defense shine in total. It was no one that did really bad. Um, Patrick Queen looks to be faster, more physical. It's got to be the low number. Yeah, the six. It's got to be the, the low six number. Looks so good. But the one other thing I want to bring up, and I'll be done with that, is uh, Trace McSorley. He got hurt. So again, his back. Hap- oh, his back. Is he? How long is he out? Uh, I got no idea. But he pulled his back out at home, lifting up a box or something. It wasn't even Are football. Are you serious? Related. Yeah, so that uh, that means Tyler Huntley is going to be our QB, too, which I'm fine with. Um, he literally looks like Lamar when he's yeah. playing. Huntley <clears throat> even looks like the better quarterback. Did you hear that damn voice crack? Yeah. <laughs> That's a blooper. Alrighty, so um, stock we're going to move into stock up, stock down, and you know how that goes in the preseason. Everybody's under a microscope. Everybody's fighting for a roster spot, and so uh, – my first person for stock up, I'm going to go with Patrick Sertan the second. Yeah, how, how can his stock be up higher? He's a top 10 pick. All right, but hear me out. He's the highest ranked corner amongst everybody in the NFL during the preseason. He's got a 94.5 grade from PFF. He had the pick six, allowed zero receptions, and uh, I've really, I was really impressed by him. He, did, he played short time um second guy i mean i know we already brought him up but justin fields justin fields he he's fighting to start and take and that's a stock up yeah obviously obviously. um i'm gonna take a uh down real quick and then duncan will go right after me vikings d absolutely terrible there was not (laughs) one person who even looked good that defense was just trash nothing good about it take the floor duncan like you said with uh justin fields I have to say Andy Dalton, and it's not even because anything Andy Dalton did. It's because of exactly. how good Justin Fields looked. Yeah. And uh, Andy's going to get his job taken. That's just what it is at the end of the day. 
and for that his stock is down and for the next person this is a this is a nice little sleeper this is a Delaware boy David Seals I'm gonna go with his stock up he led all Giants receivers with three receptions for 49 yards drew a flag that got the ball down to the one yard line He's balling, and he, apparently he's moving up the depth charts. It sounds like he's oh, getting ready to make a 53. Dimir, if you're listening, give that guy the ball. <laughs> and he, apparently uh, he was also open consistently. Yeah. Yeah, and the coaches are really liking him. He's a big-body guy, really good in the red zone. I mean, at West Virginia, he had almost 20 touchdowns the one season. Oh, yeah. And so uh, who do you got for another stock up, stock down? So – I mean, this one kind of is a little shaky, but I believe it's a stock up. Tyrod Taylor. He had four pass attempts. Yeah, I'm, I was going to say, I'm going to need you to explain that one. I, four, I didn't even watch any of that four, Texans game. He, well, also it was a Texans game. <laughs> he, he, look, he's already announced to be the starter, and he didn't do anything flashy, but he had four attempts, all four were completions for 40 yards. That's all he had. Davis Mills went out there. And he had himself a decent game. I think he had like 126 yards, but he was like 12 for like 28 and an interception. And he had an interception, And he too, got yeah. no touchdown. So, I mean, to have four completions for 40 yards out of four attempts, I mean, that's good. And it's not like he was going to get a lot of playing time anyway because, I mean, he's already announced the starter. But that already just looks good. So, I, that's like a sleeper okay. Um, up. Okay. Uh, one other up I have, and this is the uh, Sam Darnold topic I wanted to bring up. P.J. Walker. He's playing consistently well. I think he's a actually a really solid backup. 10 for 21, 161 yards. You kind of want him to get that uh, and completion one TD. percentage up. He looked phenomenal out there against the Colts. Um, Sam Darnold doesn't play good. You have a great guy in P.J. Walker behind him. and um, He did great in the XFL when it lasted for like three weeks <laughs> and then he came in last year and what Teddy got hurt and PJ Walker needed yeah, to play he a few. played he played perfectly or it was one fine. game PJ yeah, Walker he played, looked great he played so. perfectly fine so that's um, a big up so for my last two I got an up and a down my up is Jordan Mailata left tackle with the Philadelphia Eagles of course I have to include an Eagles one not only has Andre Dillard been a complete and utter disappointment bust I watched a video of this man false start then proceed to block nobody and then fall on his ass. Embarrassing. That that error really Dillard is also hurt. And so on top of Dillard's injury, Mylotta has been dominant. Yeah. Dominant. As he should. And he's the starter. The the competition's over. The left tackle battle is over. It was over before it started, in my opinion. But the last one I'm gonna go with is the Vikings depth. Overall. Down? Down. Okay. <laughs> I was just making sure. <laughs> Their depth, oh my God. They they couldn't keep up with the Broncos. And the Broncos weren't a good team last year. No, they weren't. And I'm not this isn't to say that the Vikings are gonna be bad because their starters obviously didn't play. Yeah. But their depth is scary bad. It looks like they have none. Not none at all. Their linebackers looked weak and light. Their corners yeah. weren't covering anything. Nothing. And they they it's not like they got any better. And look, I brought this up in our little group chat, and I said I feel ice cold. No, it, it, look, everyone thinks it's an ice. It's cold an take. ice cold take. It's not. I'm not saying it's going to happen. I think there is a possibility 
with injuries and other things that just happen because you know the NFL anything can happen I feel that there's a potential that the Vikings will be a bottom five team not the worst not the second worst not the third that is so bad fourth or fifth worst team no way how what besides their offense with a Kirk Cousins led offense it's not like Keelan Mond's gonna come in and just shock everyone yeah but their their defense isn't bad their starters they still have all the same pieces. I, I, I don't know. I, I said potential. Not that it's going to happen. They're definitely a bottom 15. I don't know. We'll have to, we'll have to wait and see on that one. They're, they're the worst team in their division. Ugh. <laughs> uh, you think Chicago's better? If Justin Fields is leading that team. No. The defense is better. The defense is better, but their offense is disgustingly ah, bad. Not if that, not if, uh, <laughs> not if Fields is leading it, but you know, it's good. It's whatever. Alrighty, so we're gonna next move into the NFL news. Uh, this is just the updates, injury updates, what's been going on around the league. Um, to start off, Devonte Smith is back. I could not be happier about that. And then Jalen Rager went and stole it with a high leg. <laughs> that one-handed catch was disgusting. That was. thing was. Oh, my. But uh, Devontae Smith is back. He was wearing full pads at practice the other day, which is a good sign. I don't know if he'll play on Thursday, but he's back, and it's good to see the kid healthy. And he described the injury as a freak accident because somebody fell on him. Yeah. And it wasn't – it. so for all those, he's skinny, he's fragile. No, somebody fell on his leg wrong, and that's what happened. Um, What about uh, Jason Peters to the Bears? Well – that was kind of out of necessity, but he, I, honestly, as bad as Jason Peters is currently, <laughs> he's still better than what they had. And who, who <laughs> if not being a starter, he'll he'll provide solid depth. But I think his like his veteran presence is going to be the yes. biggest thing there. They they're uh, the guy they drafted, Tevin Jenkins. His back injury has really turned into something bad. I just saw something today. It's potential. He's out for the season. Yeah, it's turning into something bad. They're hoping for – well, he's out. He's getting surgery. They're looking for a November return, but it's doubtful that he'll have a November return. And then they had another lineman, Larry uh, Borum. Did he get hurt? Concussion. So he's out. Jermaine Effetti still on the pup list. Oh, man. (laughs) There's a reason then he got signed. And yeah. so there is, like you said, a reason he got signed. And he deserves he, to still be on a roster. It's not yeah, like Yeah, but he's he's just old, and he's hey. the speed rush is what gets him this now. This probably I mean, his last year. Yeah, it's just going to be honestly a little bit weird seeing him in a different uni because it's been yeah. – it's been the Bills, yeah. and but nobody well, remembers his he'll, Bills days, he'll, really. He'll retire an Eagles fan. He's, oh, okay. yeah, he's definitely – he's an Eagles great. He's a Hall of Famer. Everybody knows that. Um Carson Wentz is extremely eager to get back. No surprise. The the guy's got a lot of fight in him, but Frank Wright is not having it. Frank Wright is saying, you need to slow your roll. And he's basically holding him out. He says, Wentz, all he needs is two weeks of practice before the season starts. Well, when you hear Foles is potentially your uh, your option to start <laughs> over you, and that, already, scared. that already happened twice, scared. I would be like, oh, I got to get back. Well, same thing with Quentin Nelson. Quentin Nelson is uh, looking for an earlier return. Not in- Quentin Nelson is also, I think, in better shape. Or not better shape, but uh, 
That's a big boy. He he's younger and yeah. hasn't had any issues like Carson. And when was. we say earlier, it's not like they're returning like next week. No. It's gonna be five, six, or seven, something like that. Um, the Joe Sherbert trade. Oh yeah, the, that was a steal. That look, I that was a steal that was for the Steelers. Almost like a Madden twenty one trade. <laughs> it was like here's a sixth round pick for our Pro Bowl linebacker. Yeah. Now look, Joe Sherbert. I mean, he's he's not getting any better. If anything, he's gonna be getting worse. But for that Steelers team who already have great linebackers, you got Devin Bush who needs to prove he can return from an ACL. But look, in today's that's gonna NFL, take some weight off of him. Yeah, but in Joe Sherbert knows where he needs to be. Yeah. He's not gonna be out of position. He's decent in coverage. Yeah. Well, in today's NFL, like ACL tears aren't really like necessarily like a bad thing like it doesn't make you worse but like it doesn't make you better but like i think devin bush will return fine with that but you got robert spillane i also think that joe Schobert might be calling the defense possibly so i mean he's a veteran it would take a lot of responsibility off of devin bush and allow him just to be yeah. an athlete again yeah but like i said you got uh spillane on that team and then you also got highsmith who was uh i think like a later draft pick who really like he, but he's shine. more of an edge rusher. He's kind of like a T.J. Watt. Still sometimes goes back. He, he drops in coverage a little bit, but uh, great. I don't, I don't know if we starting. mentioned it, but it was for a sixth round pick. Yeah, <laughs> that's, Steel. that's that's pennies. But if we want to start talking about uh, trades for like cheap, uh, what's the? Is it Greg Little? I was I I had that written down too. Oh my god, Greg a seventh Little for a seventh to um, Miami. He's definitely been a disappointment of where he was drafted, but he's still a, a he's still, he's a, still a solid offensive lineman. And for a seventh round pick, that's definitely going to help the and Dolphins. Is that on the other side of Tunsil? Because Tunsil's a tackle, right? Tunsil's with the Texans. He got traded. Remember? Oh snap! <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I got to catch was, up with the yeah, times. He was Holy part of that trade crap. a couple years ago. I'm, dude, I can't believe I just said that. Um, another trade that happened, and I actually picked this guy to be the Giants' breakout player this year. Um, they trade cornerback Isaac Yadam. For uh, cornerback Josh ja- or ja- Josh Jackson, Josh, yeah, Josh sorry, Jackson. that's a that's a tongue twister right there, Josh <laughs> Jackson, <laughs> um, from Green Bay. He's a former second round pick. That's a fair trade. Isaac Yadam's a former third round pick of the Broncos. So I mean, it's kind of even. I think that the Giants are kind of hoping to tap into some of that potential of why speaking he of was another, a second round pick. Speaking of another team with cornerback depth. The Giants. I mean, it's decent. It's, solid. I, it's it's decent. Yeah, but they look. For, it's the best it's been in a while. And just imagine if that's they're, that's uh, true. Their rook. What was the rookie that got in that whole like incident with the stealing? Oh, DeAndre Baker. Yeah, imagine if he never got in all that and he'd still be on the team. That is true, but he's on the Chiefs now. Um, and oh, really? <laughs> that's a lot better than the Giants. I did not know he that he got picked up last year by the Chiefs, oh. but then he got hurt and uh, so he didn't really play. Oh well, that sucks for him. Um. What was the topic we wanted to go into next? Uh, that's actually the NFL Top 100. Um, um, so this only, list sucks. Yeah. <laughs> what? It's only the 41 right now, right? Yeah, but it's honestly not good. <sighs> not good. It's just questionable. It's like they got some guys in there. It's just kind of weird. Where TJ Hawkinson is a, not a Top 100 player, and I I don't even think he's a top tight end. Right? He's he's literally not a Top 100 player. No. If, so, if Dallas Goddard doesn't make this lift, list over TJ Hawkinson, which I'm assuming he didn't considering they're on 41 and yeah. 
That's a joke. TJ Hawkinson is not that Cole nice. Beasley. He's a good player, but he hasn't broken they out got yet. Cole Beasley at 96. I'm sorry. And Cole Beasley's good. He's like a very underrated like dog wide yeah, receiver. They got Trey White yeah. at 95. What are they? What? I I I have no That is that is stupid. Idea. Corey Davis is not the 91st best player in the oh, league. Garrett Bowles at 82? Like, what? <laughs> what? Since when was like, Garrett Bowles? Garrett even Bowles a, had a like, had one good year and now he's a top 100 player. Like, a, no. a top 80 player. Come that's, on, that's stop That's not it. how that works. Uh, who else? I, I can kind of see Quandre Diggs being in there, but he's definitely... Really, though? Not no 77. Like, what? He's got to like, be in the 90s, if anything. What, how is it? How did Quandre Diggs make the list at 77? I, I don't know. James Bradbury had an all-pro year, and he's 74. Yeah, like, no. That man's got to go out. Michael Trey Thomas. Hendrickson? He had a good year, but he's not. Michael Thomas being 72? Oh, my God. And he shouldn't be anything um, higher. If you think that's bad, go on down to number 44. 44? Hold on. I got a Christian one. McCaffrey. Uh, he played three yeah. games, and, and that's and that's what we're also <laughs> talking about for the Michael Thomas. Michael Thomas really shouldn't be on that because he didn't play. Jair Alexander's a, of, a top three corner, forty one. Minka Fitzpatrick, one of the top safeties. Oh my 52. god! Like this is what I say: the NFL players need to put the past behind them. Yeah, you can't Tyron take, Matthew fifty eight. You can't take somebody's name and and allow that to sway your judgment yeah. you can't allow you being friends with somebody to sway your judgment you need to put everything personal you need to put the past behind and vote who was the best players yeah. of the 2020 and 2021 season yeah i mean it, it's basically this list is just who you're friends with and that's really like, what it is that's all it really is because this is all player voted which i i don't know that list was just crazy to me and I just want to see how crazier it gets. Like, it, I feel like we're going to get to, like, that top ten list, and there's just going to be someone that does not deserve to be in there. And if Kyler Murray is over Lamar Jackson, I might just, like, boycott the NFL. And, yes, Chase Young had a very good rookie season, but he had seven sacks. That we're, doesn't make him the 61st best player. He should be more in the 70s, honestly. 80s? 70s. I mean, 70s at the highest. 75 at the highest. Come on. Like, that is – it's just laughable. Yeah, they, they – the players need to do a better job on that voting. But, I mean, Jason hey. Jason Kelsey's the best center in the game, and he's 92. <laughs> yeah. That, what sense does that make? None at all. And, well, can we piggyback off that and go into the Madden ratings? <laughs> I mean, it's, just it's a, really honestly one it, in the same. Yeah. It's all name weight. It's nothing. Well, in a way, there's like people that were totally like un underranked, like Minka Fitzpatrick. Look, I, me personally, I think Minka. I don't understand is the best. why he slept on. So he was much. the number ten best safety with an eighty nine overall. Like, uh, he's not the tenth best safety, and I'm no. telling you, it's not lower than ten either. No, not at all. <laughs> so, um, I mean. I, I don't know. I don't that list kind of just made me upset. Yeah, it's definitely Tyron Matthew. I mean, fifty-eight is low, very low, very low. It, that it's that whole list is just. I don't know. It's, it's bad. I mean, and I mean, there's still half the list to go, obviously. But look, I swear, how much you want to bet Saquon shows up on that list? No, I if Saquon shows up at this point, that's just. But he Excuse plays my language. Games? That's bullshit. He played like four games, right? If he shows up on that list, 
That is complete garbage. Yeah. Miles Sanders had a better year, and I'm not trying to sound like an Eagles homer. Yeah, and it's, but it's, it's not all that, because he was hurt. Yeah, this list is based off of the player from I mean, last Peyton year. Peyton Manning made the list, and he didn't even play the one season he made the list. And I'm like, okay. Yeah, we know he's one of the best we players. We know he's league, one of the best players, but this is we're, based off the I last want season. the list to be strictly based off of the prior season. Yeah. Because, you know what I'm saying? I just... If you're going to include somebody, say, like Justin Jefferson, who had an amazing rookie year. Yeah. But you can't you can't take in anything else into account because he only has that one season. Yeah. I don't know. So if you're going to put somebody on there for their prior seasons and exclude people who had better current seasons, that's just terrible. Yeah. I kind of have no more words for it because it, it just yeah. frustrates me so much that I just like, ah. Well, um, another frustrating topic. Oh, you got one. Oh, you go. Yeah. The NFL taunting. Oh, my goodness. My God, is that bad? It's part of the game. Like, look, me personally playing football, you go and you hit someone hard and you make a great play. It's not necessarily taunting when you get up and you like flex your arm. Exactly. You just, you just yell. I make a big hit. I'm gonna talk that talk. Yeah, that's part of the game. It's just the adrenaline rushes through you and your body's just like, yo, talk that shit real quick. Exactly. I mean, and now we're gonna get a 15 yard penalty and a fine because the you, guy literally got up and and yelled. It's football. Because he, he just carried somebody on his back for seven yards. Like it's and then he gets flagged. It's it's preseason one. Two, yeah. the it's football. Just think about it. Um, we would never have had that diva era oh. of wide receivers. Oh, Do you think T.O., Chad, Chad Johnson, Deshaun Jackson, all those divas? Oh my god! Do you think they talk shit? And that's just what it is. So like now, players it- talk trash, Man, and you can tell that these owners have never played it down to football in their life yeah. because. Oh, it's it, it's what the players want. It's what we want to make the game good. Really, because every player is on social media telling you how trash the rule is. Yeah. Hey, Roger Goodell, you're not in charge of the NFL, National Football League. You're in charge of the NFL, the No Fun League. Seriously. Your rules are terrible. Like, you got to change You're going to tell me you're telling a 22-year-old kid who just smacked the dumb out of Tom Brady to that, not celebrate? The, the guy he watched win seven Super Bowls growing up? Yeah. You're going to tell me Guess he what? can't be excited? Guess what? The fans want to see the taunting. That's exactly. What makes the I want to see my cornerback break up a pass and then get in the receiver's face and say, you're not catching it. You're yeah. not catching anything on me. But now that's a flag. Guess what one of the best parts of the Super Bowl the last year was? When Winfield the Winfield up, peace sign. sign. You know why? Because Ty- yeah, Tyreek Hill did it to him before in the season. Like That is that is poetic justice. Yeah. it comes Life it comes no full circle. That. That, the, is the mo- that is the most. He remembered that for <laughs> For 10 weeks. Yeah. 10. I almost said five, but it was longer than yeah. five. He remembered it for over 10 weeks. and But didn't he get flagged for that too? He got flagged. But like, which I, is insane. But it didn't matter at that point. Yeah, it's it's still regardless. Like it, a little, That was funny. How was a peace sign? And that's that's <laughs> getting ejected now. That's that's worthy of ejection now. It makes no sense. Stupid. Now, see, now look. And the guy who's driving the point the most is the Giants owner. Oh my god! I got I got a I got a tweet here by Brandon Lee Gowden. He's a he's an Eagles reporter. He goes, owner of the NFL team tied for the most losses since 2017 is tired of having his feelings hurt. <laughs> yeah, because the honestly. Giants owner came out and said, 
we kind of get sick and tired of the taunting that goes on from time to time on the field. Nobody wants to see a player taunting another player. No, that's just you because your team gets taunt every week. Like that's sorry, weird. your team's bad. Man, like in the oh, I'm not even Boo-hoo. gonna get into it because it's just gonna turn into a completely different podcast if you do. These these players that get offended by a taunt, come on, get you're over soft. it. It's the game. These owners, you're soft. You're soft. Just get over it. Like, but it, you can tell they've never played football. Oh yeah. Because if you played it down a football ever and you've ever made one single play in your career, you know you get up. Ah, that was great. Let's go. Yeah. Talking your trash. You you get a sack. You get a game winning tackle. You get a game winning touchdown. It is natural to talk shit. It is football. You, I mean, football is as barbaric as it gets. You're getting yeah. out there and smacking somebody without getting in trouble. You, you literally got to play the game mad. Like, that that irritates me so bad that these... Because, bro, sign the checks and shut up. Honestly. Sign the checks and shut up. You are paying for these players to be who they are. If you're going to tell Odell Beckham to not act like himself... You're going to get the guy that's all pissy and diva on the sideline yeah. 24-7. Yeah. Kicking nets and then marrying them the next week. Like, Come on. That is so weak. Um, any uh, Another topic that uh, I was told to bring up, and this is from my pops. He uh, he wanted to talk about the Urban Meyer transition in from the NCAA college football to the NFL and if he can succeed. Now, look, me personally, I think he will because he has a – good upcoming Jaguars team. I don't think the Jaguars are getting it any worse than one loss. Yeah, but how often does the college to NFL thing actually work? Pete Carroll. <clears throat> and listen, it's going to be one or two things. And I was going to say uh, Jim Harbaugh, but Jim Harbaugh wasn't really a unsuccessful. I mean, he made it to the Super was, Bowl. Yeah, he wasn't un- unsuccessful but by it, any means it, at all. It's either going to go one way. Pete Carroll or back to college. And honestly, I don't think he's going back to college. So it's either Pete Carroll or he he's done coaching now. Look, yeah, it's not like he's he, definitely not. Look, this is this is definitely a last ditch effort at a at an NFL career. He was retired, enjoying yeah. the broadcasting life, and he he wasn't coming out unless it was the absolute perfect opportunity. Which he gets to draft Trevor Lawrence. Yeah. He's he he knew what he was doing. It was calculated, definitely. Oh, for but sure, he knew what he was doing. If the whole it doesn't time. work. I'm not going to be surprised. I actually would be more surprised if it does work. But again, Urban Meyer isn't a bad coach, but he has no, to now change his. He needs to change his coaching style because a college coach and an NFL coach, two completely different things. You, you can, can be, be a dis- dict- yeah. You can yeah, be disrespectful to you these can be college a dictator kids in college. Yeah, because you're basically it's your program. Yeah, you recruited them. Hey, if you don't like it, I'll take your scholarship away, and you can go elsewhere. Yeah, go somewhere. Simple as that. That's Transfer. Great. NFL, and that's, that's how, how they is. feel. And NFL, you got people that are of age. You of got you. people like Patrick Mahomes yeah. making five hundred million dollars, and he's not going to listen to you. You're <laughs> going to listen to him. Patrick Mahomes is holds more weight in that organization than anybody. Hey, my name's Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that was terrible. <laughs> I can't. I can't do a Kermit impression. But like I was saying, um, it works out less often than it. It yeah. uh, then it doesn't. You know what I'm saying? I'd and, like to see it. I mean, I'd like I mean, to I'd see like Jackson. to see it. It work. was exciting Urban's when a Jack- good guy, but he's got a lot of health issues and everything. So okay, Ron Rivera had cancer, and look what he did with the Washington team. I don't think health issues for a personal reason stops you from anything. Yeah, but he's also already said he's not going to be as hands on as he would have been if not for uh, his health issues. I so know. 
that's something we're gonna have to wait and see. Um, yeah, that's a that's a wait and see. I would like yeah. to see it work out. Yeah, but but I mean, I don't know. I I think it's kind of like you've seen so many examples. Yeah. You, Pete Carroll is honestly one of the few guys. But even Pete Carroll failed at first. You got to remember, Pete Carroll was the coach That's, of the coach of the Patriots. You got to fail to succeed, man. And then he went back to college, came back. This is Urban's last ditch effort at an NFL career. At a career at all? I mean, coaching wise. Well, coaching wise, yeah, because he's not going to go back yeah. to college. It's too much stress. He'll go back to the broadcast if it doesn't He'll work just out. go back to broadcasting or retire because he's got plenty of money. Yeah. Alrighty, so uh, that's all the news we have for today, all the updates from these past couple weeks of uh, the NFL preseason. Uh, we'd like to announce that we are going to have a couple of special guests on here. Uh, we've been in the works. We've got a fantasy page. We're, we're not going to give out any names yet. And we also have an Eagles fan page yep. that we're excited to interview, uh, get some outside opinions, and, you know, just – you know, freshen it up a little bit. This did start out as a fantasy league. Yeah. So we want a fantasy expert on here and a guy that's going to break down everything and, you know, help out our crowd and, and give everybody some advice for a couple minutes. Most definitely. Uh, like we said earlier, it was just me and Gavin today. And uh, excuse my voice cracks. Uh, my mouth is still super swollen from my wisdom teeth removal. Uh, I'm still working through that or whatever. You know, it's yeah. nothing serious. But uh we uh we loved bringing the show to everybody, and we're yeah. so excited that the platforms are expanding. That we're on Apple Pods now. Yeah. Uh, I know we mentioned that prior, but that is still so exciting it's to big, me. And it's great big news. We are we're gaining more and more listeners, and we thank everybody that tuned in. Yeah. And well, uh, well um, we also are going to be having another special guest sometime soon. We want to start bringing in the fans. Uh, a few yep. guys we're we, gonna like we post on our story getting everybody's yeah. perspectives we'll especially post on our story and see like who wants to be a guest and we'll we'll pick at random to have guys come on like yeah. we had tristan uh last podcast come on so we just kind of did bring, a great job yeah. filling in honestly and, and we just want to bring you guys in it's like being a fan experience and hopefully that will help grow with that yeah, it's definitely great to hear some outside perspectives yeah. and especially from our fans and so once again, we thank everybody for thank coming you, out and you. listening. And this is uh, Duncan signing off. Yeah,